hey kids, you uh, you trying to get into Segment City? Well, you really shouldn't, because Segment City is a mature podcast, and listener discretion is advised. I'm just trying to look at, I know I'm in an alleyway, I know, I know how I look, but I got some fireworks for you kids. I got snakes and I got sparklers, that's all I got. Oh, don't give me that. To a wedding this weekend. Theo. Well, look at you! Look at look at you! The mm. best, the best, the, the worst man. Mm. Honorary. Yep, that's, the worst. Okay, that, <laughs> that's, that's that might be true. We were put on the last table. They should on the list. They should have a worst man who is just invited to the wedding to be a real ass. <laughs> to, and you know, there's, real, there, there's got to be well, there's got to be one person who has a who has an outrageous outburst. And why don't they just designate it that out front so everybody knows? Will he's the worst man? He's just gonna be like a dick, and everyone's gonna be like, Ah, Will, what are you gonna do? He's the worst man. Oh, hey man, I, you know that cake that you spent so long? I had I saw it, and I just had to take a handful. I hope you don't mind. I, I, re- so I really thought three tears was too, was just too many. <laughs> You know, what, what do you, you need the top really? tier for? You're just going to put it in your freezer anyway. No, you don't need that top tier. You, you can get the old, old Wilk in here. Give it, give, I'm uh, going to put it in my sock and drive away. I'll see you later. Listen, I know you're going to do a whole walk-up. I've already <laughs> I've already farted the entire bag. Don't worry. I've so adjusted the playlist for, for you. Don't don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> it is 20... It is, Constant repeat of the chicken dance, <laughs> and who let the dogs out? It's That's me, it. It's me covering Billy Jean, and no, I can't do the high parts. <laughs> Billy Jean is not my lover. Oh, she's just a girl who thinks that I am the one hmm. who can be the mayor of Segment City. I I didn't even let you do your intro. You just said I went. No, you didn't. I, I went to a wedding, and I I'm the, <laughs> I'm the worst man. No, I'm I'm gonna do. We're gonna do the intro, all right, and then we're gonna go into the story. So, welcome to Segment City, everybody. My name is Will Kane, the of course the worst man of, of all, really. And I'm Theo Sabakos, mm-hmm. and I'm 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 runner up to the worst man. I'm I'm aspiring to be the worst. I'll get there one Ooh. day. Vice Admiral Worst Man. Yes, assistant to the regional worst man. <laughs> exactly. Um, so this is a podcast in which Theo and I dumpster dive to get those great cake parts. The the leftover cake of every wedding. Is that what they do? No, they throw it right in the dumpster? They throw it right in the dumpster. Yeah. They save the top part in the freezer, and then the rest is trash. It's a bad Straight cake. trash. No, we dumpster dive our way through the internet. We get the good morsels for you of comedy from popular websites like Wikipedia and uh, Amazon and those things like that. And we get we get comedy segments. We sp- split it up into segments, okay? This is, we're going to talk about my, the wedding I went to now. I'm going to be, I'll be quick about the funny cliff notes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, first off, we forgot that we had the wedding. Um, and this is a couple, yeah, that lives in, in Hershey, Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh, that's, that's not close. Yeah. No, so, so my girlfriend's like, do you know that it's their wedding this weekend? And I went, <gasps> and then I immediately started Googling flights. And so I was like, oh God, we're oh, going to no. not make it. And then she's like, 
Oh no, I found the invitation. It's in Providence, Rhode Island. So we're oh, like, oh, oh perfect. <laughs> Great. Turned from um, like a flight into a day trip. You're good. Yeah, exactly. So so it was at a house that apparently Eisenhower would go to for his it was his Mar-a-Lago uh for Trump. <laughs> you would go God. and you would play golf. You know, the um, most romantic president, Dwight Eisenhower. Oh, he was a military man. But I do love a good whole <laughs> golf. Yes. It's like artillery. Um, but anyway, we get there. Beautiful house, beautiful space. It's a long, like a large lawn with like a great view of, a, of water and stuff. Um, it's the, the chairs are set up and the whole thing is set up like on the edge of the green. So we get, we sit down, we look behind us to, because people are like, oh, they're starting. The procession is like in Monty Python that scene where mm. the knight is running for like ten minutes, like the <laughs> like people, and it was worse because it was an old lady was the first one, so she's slowly hobbling. Oh, no. You said like the fucking old, Willy you can't Wonka, put the old lady to set the the pace setter. You can't. She's she like, can't Ooh. be the pacer car. <laughs> and then oh, no. there were there were nine groomsmen, which I that? turned to Annie and I said, "Is that a normal amount?" And she no. said. No, no. Usually it's like max four or five. That's why I was like, I think it's like I don't know, three to five. And she's like, Yeah, okay. Like, and this is way too much. Um, and then so what they can all I say? I just have nine best friends, and they're all named Brad. What can I say? They're, <laughs> they're all the couple is a very charismatic couple, and so they had like a bunch of people. We're on the table of like misfits, um, because we met <laughs> her at the the bride at a summer camp. Like we all worked at a summer camp. Um. But anyway, so that happens. We all stand up because bride and groom. We don't sit down. We don't we are down. standing for the entire thing, which was the shortest wedding I've ever had. He's funny funny points about the wedding thing. They didn't have a mic, so, so all we heard shouting? was <laughs> no, no, they didn't even shout. It was, "Do you take this man to be your lovely wedded wife?" I do. Do you you speak up? We're like, can you? Yeah, literally, we're like craning our ears, like, uh huh, what? Um, the officiant looked like uh, he was this large man. He was the most well shaped, like officiant. He was he was the shape of an officiant. (laughs) He looked like a Baptist minister that should be sweating in on in front of a pulpit. Like he had a suit top on that, like he he was holding. He would hold it closed like we watched him multiple times because it was windy hold it because it wouldn't button like he was this big large man it was was just very very funny looking to me he was born for it it was he was great um and so we couldn't hear anything you know what we could hear was the apparently horse farm next door where horses were just the entire time (laughs) it was just to the point that i turned to my girlfriend and was like are they going to, I would, I got my hopes up because I thought a fucking horse-drawn wagon was going to come up and like pick up the girl. Like they were going to be involved in the wedding at some point. Or they would like jump on a horse and like, like, like Austin just like go. Have been part of the plan the whole time. Surely. 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 No, completely ruined that thing. But it was 15 minutes. You and I went to a wedding that was like 30 minutes to a T and we're like, perfect. That was was right. This was, this was like, go, go, go. We're getting out of here. The the procession was like, 90% 90% of the wedding because it took forever uh-huh. and then the whole thing overall was really short. Yeah. It was also paced weirdly because they, I don't know, it became a whole, like it was more about the party, which is great. I love that. I, I, yeah, cause love nobody cares about the Shirts actual wedding party. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that was a, so the night was lovely after that. But those are just a few funny things. Oh my God. <laughs> Wild ride. I, I was laughing to myself. I was like, <laughs> because you can't actively laugh. Like yeah. it would have been the loudest thing. Right. Um, but great time. I just wanted to do that. And now we're going to go into our normal first segment. Hard transition into also me doing a segment. Yeah. This is I just, Will Ask. I just sit here. All right. You just sit here. I'm revising it. I'm not run up to the worst boy. I'm I'm the boy who sits. The, the You're sit, the I'm kid the in group projects that doesn't do anything and gets the same grade. Um, yeah, but, so- <laughs> uh, but I'm I'm the I'm the kid in the group project who's been who's been taken hostage and wants to help, <laughs> but won't be allowed to do anything. The group yeah. leader is just too much of an alpha male. Hey, at least there wasn't conspiracy stuff again. At least I'm not talking about ghosts or aliens. I you want be. me to talk about ghosts? I'll talk about ghosts. Oh, you want to talk about ghosts? <laughs> the ghost of Hulk Hogan's career is here. No. Um, <laughs> this is this is normally we do Will's stupid thoughts, but this is going to be a Will asks. So I'm going to offer you some participation. Oh you want to participate in here. so much. Yeah, let me in. Theo, this is very specific to you. Mm-hmm. You are a tall, thin man. I'm a tall, thin man. That's correct. Yep. I am a slightly shorter than you, but still relatively tall. Wouldn't say you're larger short. Larger man. Yeah. I, I'm not like, I am I am fat adjacent, I would say. I'm not, <laughs> I don't think people would consider I, me I very think, fat. I th- but I have. <laughs> I think people only see you as bigger when, I, when you're standing next to me. I look it's, like Wario. We literally have dressed up as Wario and Waluigi. Yeah, but it's like only, a, it only <laughs> works when we're... No, I can dress up at Waluigi at will. But you can't dress up at, as yeah. Wario at will. You have to be standing next no. to me. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, I'm stuck anyway, in this body. I, you get to choose. I'm, I'm like fat adjacent and I've or, like I've I've encountered like fat prejudice, especially when I was younger and I was bigger. Hmm. Have you, as a tall, I, I think tall, you've probably seen some some level of prejudice in some way. Have you ever had prejudice based on being thin? So, uh, I don't think prejudice, um, but, but. Oh, noticing, like, when, com- like I don't so, know, comments that are disparaging. A, 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 thing, a thing in our society is, you're not allowed to talk about someone's body unless you're pointing out how thin they are. Or how tall they are. Mm. You can point mm. out both of those. <laughs> you're allowed to tell someone how tall they are, and you're allowed to say, mm. "Wow, you're thin." You're allowed to say either of those. So you can't go up to someone and say, "Wow, you're you're a real short fatty, aren't you?" <laughs> <laughs> you're not allowed to go up and say that to somebody. That's you'd no. be put straight in prison for that. But oh, you're just a little ball of you're a little butterball. Hey, you can't talk. I'm gonna. What are you gonna try to punch me in the face? You can't reach you, little. <laughs> you can't just go up to someone and say that. Um, so I do get a lot of comments about like, uh, Hey, big man. I, 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 I remember specifically, I ordered some food from a street vendor once and he was like, Oh, that's all you're ordering. You're never going to put on any, any weight just ordering that. And I was like, mm. listen, bud, I didn't come here for your like body <laughs> advice. I came here for like your piece of pizza. I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I, I do want to have a, a clickbait article of just a picture of you and it's grandmas hate him. Figure out why. Like, <laughs> I just want him to eat. Just he, he's so thin, and you're like, it's my metabolism. Yeah, I'm it's not. not I'm, anything I'm else. not. I'm not so tall that people are are wowed by it and make assumptions about my career choice based on my height. Like, you know, you you know, you see someone who's <laughs> like six player? ten. Yeah. You see someone who's six ten, and you're like, surely they must do something professionally with that God given ability. Surely, <laughs> but I'm not surely. that tall. <laughs> 
It is it is weird because I think tall people especially are very noticeable. I went to a family mm-hmm. bar, my girlfriend's family barbecue, mm-hmm. and there was there's a weird. I've noticed this when going to like family or like wedding events that I've been like my girlfriend will talk and like the the girlfriends will talk or the like my girlfriend and a wife will talk and then me and the boyfriend will like make eye contact and kind of give a nod mm-hmm. and i saw a boyfriend i walk in he's the tallest person i've ever seen mm-hmm. and i almost went Huge guy. wow you're wow. tall yeah like, see <laughs> that's the natural it. human reaction wow. to say it. wow <laughs> It's, but I was just like taking it. It's so like you're just like taking it back of whole time. I'm like, oh, wow. Wow. Golly, <laughs> mister, you're a big one. You know, when uh, when you're a kid and you're like, you know, you're like hey, you're, you and your friend are roughly the same height. You always like try to stay like, oh, I'm the taller. Yeah, I'm the taller. You're like jockeying a little bit. If you're mm-hmm. usually the tallest person in the room like I am, that doesn't go away. So when someone is like <laughs> roughly as tall as me. I'm like I'm like uh, sizing them up. Like I bet I'm fucking. I I bet I got a half inch on that guy. There's no way he, he he's probably standing up straight, and I'm slouching. I got this guy. Like that does this is that the little like, I wanted the little the little pissing contest about who's taller. People joke about like haha, like oh man, he's he's a little taller than you. That shit cuts deep. All right, I want you to know if someone's six five and a half around me, that's the worst because <laughs> they're only just a little bit, just just a smidge above me. That shit cuts this deep. Theo. This is exactly what I wanted. Yeah. This is the the kind of the, the uh, juicy details the tea. you want. Yeah, yeah. yeah I want because yeah. I didn't. I never think that. Yeah, I, I never. Like have you gave you of, gave up the jockeying for height with your friends. Probably somewhere. Lot, probably so somewhere long. in high school. Probably somewhere. Maybe maybe young. Maybe middle maybe school. Even, yeah, I, I had a friend that, that I was. I that competitive very bone in my, bo- my my body has never left. It's only lengthened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're competitive in general. It's, I think that just you've continued to be competitive. <laughs> but I think it's a tall person thing. I think it's a tall person thing. Well, maybe I, I, we don't have enough, uh, people to ask. We have to cross-reference <laughs> we had, against, yeah, yeah, we got to cross-reference. We got to do a poll. We got to do, uh, we got to do a whole thing. But anyway, that, I just wanted to, to ask you about that, but we can go into your segment now. Well, I appreciate you asking me about myself. It's so much fun to talk about my own, my own about body. About how you're discriminated against. <laughs> no, no, not discriminated against. There's just a lot of like, oh man, I think, I think I notice it because I'm so thin. There's a lot of, I notice it from the mm. other side where you probably experience it like, oh man, like male bodies are supposed to look like this physique and you are trying to like mm. mold towards that. I am too, just on the other side of it. Like I'm too thin. You know, I look in the mirror <laughs> and I'm like too, too thin. That, that guy's too thin. Um, and I mean, li- literally, like, unless I wanted to spend probably two hours a day of waking effort, I don't think I'd put on significant a significant body you, weight. I've tried. Like, I, I don't know. I've worked out in the past and I've tried. The problem, I mm. think, actually is calories. Like, I don't have the appetite. Mm. I, I don't have the appetite to eat enough to put on weight. You know, my body kind of, like, wants to sit at the weight I'm at. Even when I exercise, I, I mean, I, I exercise a decent amount. I, I don't exercise a ton, but I, I think I'm he- relatively healthy. I, eat, I, I exercise a lot, and I, but I do eat a lot. Like mm-hmm. it is, to, <laughs> I exercise kind of to to allow me to do that. Mm-hmm. But like my weight has been very st- stable. Yeah, it's been consistent. I could probably, if I really wanted to, drop pounds. But I, I have to say, by the way, I for the audience, you're not that skinny. I do think you're yeah. kind of like you do have muscle. Like it's not like you're. I think you do have like a little I do, bit. I mean, I do sometimes. Like not see a little people, bit, but you have like 
a good but, I see, but I see people, you know, in the games industry, you come across people that are, <laughs> that are literal that are literal skin and bone and have never eaten a vegetable oh, or seen like, s- a pair of running shoes in their life. Like you do come across that. Oh yeah. There's a yeah. guy in college that literally his like chest caved in. Like he was literally like sucking into himself like a black hole. That's how yeah. skinny he was. He was yeah. just like, <gasps> right. But right. Yeah, well, just, everybody just should should be able to look like what they look like. All right. Let's just leave it leave it there. Honey, get the vice. I would like to be shorter. I'll, maybe. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, stretch Squish me him. out. Jeremy's got an inch on me. Stretch me out. Get up, I don't care if my pants don't fit tomorrow. Damn it. <laughs> they're going to be loose and short. They're going to be, <laughs> they're going to be, going to be capris now. For my segment, hard transition. I have a seg. I'm bringing it back. I used to, I used to do this segment. We used to run this. I've got two real as seen on tv products and one Whoa. that i've fabricated it's time to tell two two tvs and a lie is that that's nothing hell hell yeah that's something it's something and we're gonna keep it something all right so i'm gonna read you names and descriptions and prices this is that's how this works names mm. description and prices mm-hmm. of three products two of which are 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 real as seen on tv products one of which i have made up i have fabricated and you have to sleuth mm. out so first up potato express for <laughs> i'll read the description yes. and then i'll tell you the price this is called My potato is express perfect oven baked potatoes in just four minutes with potato express <laughs> potato express is as seen on tv is the fastest <laughs> easiest way to cook a perfect oven baked potatoes in the microwave the secret is the unique insulation design that creates a steam pocket to give your potato just the right amount of moisture. <laughs> I need I need that potato moisture. Give me the potato moisture. These people are not compromising. They refuse to compromise. I like to think I like to think that each as seen on TV product was developed on an alien planet that was like their whole society was based up based on like coming up with this one sacred object that is like the pinnacle of their civilization. Baked potato. Baked potato in just four minutes. Four minutes. <laughs> they want they you know those charts that it's like you can get it quick, you can get it good, or you can get it cheap. They want all of those. They're like, get me the center of that. On the planet Zorplan. Our lifespans are only five minutes, and we believe each each Zorblite <laughs> deserves a fresh potato before they perish. I I put it in when I was just a wee babe. There's also no moisture on our planet, <laughs> so we lock it in. And now, with my dying breath, oh my god, it's amazing! <laughs> I'm I'm going to, by the way, say I I think this is real because I don't think. I cannot imagine you, the, when you said a pocket of moisture or like a pocket of steam, pocket I was like, Theo would never a pocket of steam. <laughs> consider the pocket of steam. In a, as an Irishman, I approve this. I need to, I need to finish this script. I need to get through it. Yes. Yes, please. I'm you will sorry. have a tender, you will have a tender skin and delicious fluffy inside every time. Potato Express works on any type of potatoes, red, white, sweet, yams, and more. Holds up to four large potatoes. Reusable and machine washable. Potato Express is what? great for potato skin, potato salad, home fries, mashed potatoes, or any of your favorite style potato. Also perfect for cooking corn right in the husk or what? or saving hard day old bread. Hey, save it for another product, you, you fucking stay on track. Microwave your bread to make it fresh again? I don't know. So the Infinite price bread. here, price that, 
originally priced at fourteen ninety five, but marked uh-huh. down to three ninety nine. That's a seventy three percent savings right now. You can get it. Just call the number on your screen. <sighs> okay, I, you know what? That's not a bad product. I would like to ask: What is the material? Is is it metal? It is, it is a it is a polyester cotton blend. Polyester cotton, so it's a fabric. I, I think was imagining. I think like it's a, just a piece of fabric that you put your your dirty potato <laughs> into, and then you <laughs> shove it into your sad microwave, and you press it for four minutes, and later, and four minutes later, you have a steamy hot potato, and you can throw that bad boy right in the in the wash. That is the most American. the The concept of of saying, "Honey, would you like some street corn? Would you like to culturally culturally appropriate <laughs> some street corn?" And then putting a thing around it and putting it in the microwave for four minutes. Yep, yep. To make the is is such a like we would like it fast. We'd like it efficient. Welcome to America <laughs> in the eighties. Like that. That is our oh, first product. That's Next product. One. I can't get over this. Cream fast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't. No, no, no. <laughs> Here we go. Cream fast. Whip up a fresh bowl of whipped cream in just 45 seconds with cream fast. 45 seconds. <laughs> Getting fresh whipped cream has never been easier. Just pour in the cream, twist the handle, and that's it. Hand and stand mixers can be a mess and a pain to clean. The advanced design of Cream Fast shakes, stirs, and whips to provide the fastest, easiest way to get this sweet treat. You'll never lack for a dessert topping again. Dishwasher safe and easily portable. Wow your friends and family at every holiday with a delicious surprise. Simple to use. Never make a mess whipping cream ever again. That's Fuck. cream fast. <laughs> priced at Fuck. originally priced at $13.95, down to just $5.75 for you today. I I can imagine the parody like snl <laughs> commercial where you do you do it and then it like the whipped cream dribbles out and you're like, Honey, this no- normally doesn't happen I like <laughs> cream. <laughs> cream fast okay not a single person in marketing saw that like they there's a mad inventor or, that was like or how about or, this name throw it or out. every person in marketing saw that and they knew exactly and they just they slapped saw- <laughs> it on because they were like our our, our product demographic is like 85 plus years old mm, oh, and we and just can move on fast. with our lives <laughs> yeah it's they saw the shake rate like the response to shake weights and they're like can we get on can that we, meme money come on that, please baby. come on i've got one oh, more product what? for you okay oh. this one is called easy eggs one word easy eggs <laughs> one word easy, <laughs> easy eggs <laughs> okay easy eggs product like eggs were so hard like <laughs> listen they have to <laughs> i'll i have a sidebar about this after you suss out the real one peel up okay. to three hard-boiled eggs in less than 10 seconds with easy eggs it's so easy to use just fill with water add eggs and shake still peeling hands pe- still peeling eggs by hand it takes forever and what a mess now instantly peel up to three eggs with easy eggs as seen on tv it just shakes the shells right off of them. It's so easy. Just fill with water, add <laughs> eggs, and shake. In seconds, you have three perfectly peeled, hard-boiled eggs every time. Create a classic deviled egg platter. That's perfect for party. Uh, it's a perfect party pleaser. 
Make a classic egg salad sandwich. Slice eggs on the top of avocado toast. Hey, stop telling me how to live my life. Easy eggs. <laughs> Kids can enjoy a healthy breakfast on the go without making a mess when they can shake and peel their eggs before school. You know, the classic American dream. Shake an egg, go to school. Honey, I'd like to make you a biohazard to the other <laughs> students by just filling you with... I'd like to fill your eggs. lunchbox with a sulfuric cloud that you will never <laughs> live down. You're going to be just having the worst. Uh, oh, my this God. This is priced um, at nineteen ninety nine, but is marked down to twelve ninety five. Oh, fuck. Okay. Okay. I would like to say that I think the the quick cream cream fast is cream fast. I'm sorry, cream fast. Cream I fast. I do apologize because cream fast. The is, creator of cream fast are going to come after uh, us legally, and they're going to they're going to slam us. it to us. It's so like it's so on the nose that I'm like, if you did this, then fuck me. Like, this, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're going off the rails. Um, the, oh, now I said before, I thought the potato one was. That that fits into like you trying to fit the mold. So it maybe Yeah, I love doing this segment because the mind games. You're doing like double it triple is, bluff. It's double like, triple. <laughs> but here's the thing about the fucking egg thing. I don't understand the physics of it. The mechanics. Ten yeah. seconds, it's is it supposed to cook and then crack them and just like and where did the shells go it's gonna be shards of shit like honey would you like a little like spike bomb for you like <laughs> would you like to play minesweeper in your mouth <laughs> i love these eggs they're so crunchy because they have little pieces i don't i don't understand the mechanics of it but that lends maybe some credibility to the fact that it's an on on tv like they're not right, supposed to work like you're magic. supposed to buy they're it supposed to, they're supposed to seem a little magical oh. Supposed to be a wow patented technology. I'm gonna say, ooh, what's what's what if what does Theo? What would Theo most? What does Theo think about? I think I think it's I'm gonna go with the eggs. I, I think it could eggs. be the I think it's gonna might be the potatoes, but <laughs> the eggs because I could imagine you looking at your girlfriend and going. Can't there be an easier way? Like you're on a TV. <laughs> you think that I'm actually the mad scientist in the lab that's like <laughs> sitting there in silence in the middle of the dark and I like tap her awake at 4 a.m. I'm like, hey, hey, hey. I thought of an easier way. I've got an easier way to do eggs. This whole time, it's, it's been water. It's, Water's been the key. This is, and then you have your glass of milk, which you also told me about. You're in the dark. And like <laughs> she wakes up, you're sitting at the edge of the bed and she's like, Theo, are you okay? And you're just like, sipping my milk. Oh, I've, been, I've been working on this for, for hours. I keep turning How over in my mind, the spherical shape. How do you the, the crack an egg? Inside, the hard outside. Maybe you shake it like it's an astronaut in training. Maybe that <laughs> would do it. Oh, but how do you... Ten seconds, Laura. I got this down to ten seconds. And she's like, okay, well, we can call the doctor. We can get you another... <laughs> no, the eggs! I, we gotta the solve egg. the egg problem. I am. I'm gonna go with the eggs. Dr. Eggman. No, that's not <laughs> a <laughs> That's the true origin. That's the it could truth. be. Could be. The... The lore of Sonic stare. I hate but. to tell you this, but according oh. to your own metric, I've gone truly off the rails and come you up with cream fast. You fuck you. <laughs> fuck, fuck you. Fuck you. I can't believe you. Holy shit. I played him like a fiddle. He never suspected me. Never. <laughs> it, you know, so. Oh. 
my oh, side God. my sidebar about as seen on TV products. You should. This is a clue for you going forward. Uh huh. About one in three products as seen on TV are solving an egg related problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, I shit you not, through comb, combing through as seen on TV problems, apparently if you were an alien going back to this vision of Earth and you you just looked at as seen on TV products, you would think that humans struggle with eggs like for an inordinate amount of time, cooking them, like, peeling them, slicing them, like storing them. It's like eggs, eggs are universally loved by as seen on TV it, creators. It's that picture of the guy with the lemons. Except he has a bunch of eggs, like or limes, and he can't hold them. And everyone's like, "What do I do with all these eggs? Like, yeah. what, what don't people get about eggs?" I'm also eggs gonna, are easy. I will post this on our Twitter if you want to see it. But I'm going to send you the. Oh my I, I, this is maybe my favorite no context gif going forward. Easy <laughs> eggs. Oh my god! Oh, it's a big egg. You put it in a plastic <laughs> egg. Holy fuck! It's a no shit. context, no context gif. I think it's great. You just. Send somebody that. And it just says, shakes off shells. <laughs> okay. Can I just... This... <laughs> this woman just shook it. Where did the egg parts go? Where is, I, they don't, is it they don't the show it. They don't show it. They just show... This she, is, could be sh- she could be shaking a, pre, a pre-shelled egg, for all we know, based on that gif. There... This is like a David Blaine... Like, I saw a, a gif of him, or like a little video where he's like, I'm gonna jump this uh like cart off of into the grand canyon and i'm gonna be in that cage of that helicopter that's go over there and everyone's like okay and i watched it i was like i'm ready for this they do he's like no cuts there's a big flame explosion when he's going (laughs) off and it's like obvious cut point and then he's just (laughs) in the cage he's like i did it (laughs) that's what this is it's just shaking it it's like where'd the shows go nobody knows no one knows what, what you cut just this concludes just, our round of two TVs and a and a liar, and I'm the liar this week. <laughs> I got away with it. This is a perfect transition into my Wikipedia historian. Amazing. My theme, by the way, I forgot to say this. I sometimes I form a theme accidentally. This one is lists. I got lists. a lot of lists going on. All right. This is list of inventors killed by their own inventions. Yes. <laughs> which I hope you Cruel fucking die. Irony. <laughs> and I, fuck, I hope you fucking die by shaking an egg and it's actually a grenade. <laughs> and it goes into your eye like a piece of shell. Or that you whip like you <laughs> get sprayed in your mouth and you're like, what was in this whipped cream? <laughs> Sulfuric acid. Whoa. <laughs> but anyway, this is, I mean, it's on the tin, baby. List of inventors killed by their own inventions. This is broken down into uh, kind of categories. So we'll just go through this. This isn't like that long of a list. Surprisingly so. First thing, art. Art? Luis. What? Yeah, I don't know why they, they, I would think it would be everything else. But uh, Luis uh, Jimenez, uh, who died in 2006, was killed while creating the Blue Mustang. Now, do you know what the Blue Mustang is? I mean, my, my first guess would be... A Ford Mustang? I don't know. <laughs> do you you know how the, uh, I think we did like a while back uh, thing about the Denver National International Airport and how mm. it's kind of like weird and cur- like people think it's Illuminati thing. Huh. Um, it's a big blue horse statue that has a glowing red eyes that look demonic. Okay. Like they put in red eyes for no reason. That sounds really weird. So he, 
He was killed created. This also adds to the lore of it, of why it's cursed. A blue horse statue now located on the grounds of Denver International Airport when a section of it fell on him and severed an artery in his leg. Jesus Christ. Which sounds like a bad way to sounds die. Sounds like a really bad way to die. That sounds horrible. At least you could be like, look at if if I would love if the horse head fell down onto my head. That would like the way. <laughs> and then people were like, oh, whoa. <laughs> and it's like a little fun bit. Automotive. Sylvester H. Roper, uh, inventor of the eponymous steam-powered bicycle, this man died in, obviously, 1896, died of a heart attack or subsequent crash during a public speed trial in 1986. (laughs) Look at how fast I can go. (laughs) (laughs) He went so fast that he's like, my heart, my heart, can't go hard. 35 miles an hour, my heart. (laughs) It is unknown whether the crash caused the heart attack or the heart attack caused the crash. So, uh-huh. I mean, at that point, he's dead. <laughs> he's, he, chicken and egg. Wilson, egg. Wilson Nelson, who died in 1903, a general electric employee, invented a new way to motorize bicycles. Another motorized bicycle mm-hmm. death. So bicycles are really the cause of, of all these deaths. He then fell on his prototype bike during a test run. Fell off his prototype so he he also went too fast, except this time he was like, my heart's fine, but oh, my heart's <laughs> Oh, but no. Francis Edgar Stanley, who died in 1918, was killed while driving a Stanley Steamer automobile. Huh. Oh, yeah, that was, so, those are the automobiles that were, were steam-powered, right? Yeah, I think so. Stanley it's Steamer, steam yeah, that sounds familiar. He drove his car into a wood pile while attempting to avoid farm wagons traveling side by side on the road. Side by side on the road. <laughs> That's like people in, in the hallway at school when they just like, stop. Wouldn't like they move slowly, but in a, like, come a on, failing. Please, please, please. please. <laughs> yeah. I got to get to class. I got to. So he was just like, eh, eh, please. The steam. The steam. <laughs> the steam. And he crashed, apparently. Fred uh, Dusenberg died in 1932, was killed in a high-speed road accident in the Dusenberg automobile. So that, I mean, not very specific to, he just died in his own automobile. He's yeah. yeah. crashed. Aviation. Probably this will be a little bit spicier. This is going to be spicier. Yeah. Because it starts with a guy who died in 1010. What? Ismail oh. Ibn Hamad al-Jahari, a Kazakh Turkic scholar from Farab, Attempted to fly using two wooden wings and a rope. Oh no! He <laughs> left go well, buddy. of a mosque in Nasfir and fell to his death. I could have predicted like that, a, like a stone. <laughs> Do you think? Imagine this is the the highlight of the fucking century in ten ten. Holy <laughs> they had shit! Nothing going on. They had zero. <laughs> People were dying of the like plague, and they're just like, "Do you want to see a guy try to fly?" Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yes. Give me that. Uh, Jean-François uh, Pellatre de Rosier was the first known fatality in an air crash when his Rosier balloon crashed on the 15th of June, 1785, while he and Pierre Romain attempted to cross the English Channel. In so a he was in a, in a balloon. He's just like, we will go across the English Channel. I wonder how People far they got. People are dumb as hell. If they got like a little past like Normandy or wherever, and just like whoo, immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Otto Lithenthal died in 1896, died the day after crashing one of his hang gliders. So he died in 1896. Hang gliders are made of paper mache. 
They are nothing. Yeah. Don't have really solid industrial revolution materials yet. This is probably the most famous death of an inventor. Um, Franz Richelet died in 1912. A tailor fell to his death from the first deck of the Eiffel Tower while testing his invention, the coat parachute. No, sir. Oh, no. I, Poor guy. I think, I think they have footage of it. I think I've seen it. Oh, where he, no. Because he just goes and he opens his arms, falls like a fucking stone. Stone, like, yeah. <laughs> you just see him go, whoop, like <laughs> immediate. <laughs> it didn't work at all. It was his first attempt with the parachute, and he had, had told the authorities he would first test it with a dummy. So it turns out he was right. He did test it with a dummy. Uh, zing. Yep. Um, Too soon. Oral uh, Vlaiku died in 1913, died when his self-constructed airplane, the Valaku 2, failed during an attempt to cross the Carpathian Mountains. Maybe don't try mountains first. Try some planes. Wait, didn't you say it was the Carapu 2? What happened to the Carapu 1? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Maybe it was just like a tiny plane. Uh-oh. Um, okay, this is Henry Smolensky. Died in 1973, so pretty modern, hmm. was killed during a test flight of the Ave Mizar, a flying car based on the Ford Pinto. <laughs> he was ahead of his time. And the sole product of the company he founded. The, a, another f- the Pinto. flying thing. Yeah. Um, Michael Decray died in 2009 when people, oh. you would think people would know better. That's a thousand years after the original death of. The wooden wings. Yeah. Um, died after a crash that occurred while testing his flying taxi device. What does that mean? <laughs> what, is it, Desi- what does that look like? Uh, it was supposed to be an aircraft that would uh, take off and land in short distances. So it was supposed to be like a, a tiny little like a, airplane. Like, like a boost pack. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah like basically. Like a jump pack. <laughs> uh, it is literally called the jet pod. Um, designed to permit fast, affordable travel between regional cities. So that's huh. interesting. Chemistry. Mm. Andre Zilev. Oh, there's a long Russian name with too many Z's. Zilenzyakov, uh, a Soviet scientist, was developing a chemical weapons in 1987 when a hood malfunction exposed him to traces of the nerve agent Novichok 5. He spent weeks in a coma, months unable to walk, and years suffering failing health before dying of the effects in 1992. Wow. He was, so five years. Wow. Yeah. Um, it's not a great way Marie, to go. Marie Curie, we know how she yeah. died. <laughs> that's, that's, Turns I'm not out going too to. much radiation. This one, uh, Sabine Arnold von, von Schkoschke. Invented the first radium-based luminescent paint, but eventually died in 1982. <laughs> yes. So um, she's like, look, I made this beautiful glowing paint. It glows. Oh my Any God. problems with it? None that not, I can see. Not yet. <laughs> uh, he died of, uh, of a plastic anemia resulting from his exposure, of course, to radioactive material. It's all good. I can see the veins in the back of my eyeballs. Other than that, pretty good. Pretty good. There's only one for industrial. I don't know why they uh, hmm. all of these aren't technically industrial. William Bullock in 1862 invented the web rotary printing press. 
Several years after its invention, his foot was crushed during the installation of a new machine in Philadelphia. The crushed foot developed gangrene, and Bullock died during the amputation. Poor guy. This was 1800 times. All he was trying to do was make a printing press, and he died for it. Poor guy. Yeah. Uh, Henry, this is maritime now, which maritime is very broad, because this first one is Henry Winstonley. Uh, died in 1703, built the first lighthouse on the Eddystone Rocks in Devon, England between 1696 and uh, 1698. During the Great Storm of 1703, the lighthouse was completely destroyed with Winstanley and five other men inside. I feel no like that's the, one, the one thing The one thing that a lighthouse is not supposed to do is fall over when it gets hit by a big wave or a lot of wind. <laughs> that's like the one thing it's not supposed to do. I imagine that he's just like, and I have built my beautiful, I call it a uh, hmm, flashlight building. <laughs> I think we can work on the name. We can do, we can do better than that, but. <laughs> on a very precarious cliff. And it's very heavy, so hopefully the cr- cliff doesn't crash. <laughs> <laughs> but also no trace of them was found. So I'm going to say conspiracy. He wanted the insurance money. Whoa. John Day. <laughs> Died in 1774, English carpenter and wheelwright died during a test of his experimental diving chamber. In 1774, he had a diving chamber. Yeah, people were crazy. They were just like, I'm going to go down in the in the ocean and uh, have a big hat over my head, and that's going to be enough. Yeah. It's... Uh, there was a, also a similar thing. A uh, horse loss in Hen- Hunley confederate inventor died in 1863 after he tested his first combat submarine called the hl hunley (laughs) so named it after his fucking self um this last one is a guy who helped build the titanic thomas andrews (laughs) jr guess what happened to the fucking titanic went down with the ship oh no went down with the ship medical Alexander Bogdanov uh, died in 1928, was a Russian physician, philosopher, science fiction writer, Hmm. and revolutionary of Belarusian ethnicity who experimented with blood transfusion. Not a good sound. I I, I don't know if you can experiment with blood transfusion. I don't. I I think you're getting into Morbius Morbius territory with that. (laughs) We're in Morbid time? He's Morbid. It's morbid time. Uh, attempted to achieve eternal youth, so we're getting even wilder, um, or at least partial rejuvenation. This is literally he Morbius. Di- yeah, he, he died after he took the blood of a student suffering from malaria and tuberculosis. Why would you do, like? Why would this you- will make me? Happy. <laughs> he was like, "Let me find the most decrepit, terrible <laughs> person. Worse. I'll take one pint, please." Uh, who died? Who suffering? Who may have also had the wrong blood type. So he didn't even know about fucking blood types. Like the early times, he's like, if I put you know, the blood into me, listen, I get strong. Sometimes Darwinism kind of works. Sometimes it works out. Yeah. This one's kind of sad. I'm going to be honest. Thomas Midgley Jr. died in 1944, was an American engineer and chemist who contracted polio at age 51, hmm. leaving him severely disabled. He devised an elaborate system of ropes and pulleys. To okay. help others to lift him off the bed. So he's just like, I'm a marionette man. Okay. <laughs> help me with my stuff. He became accidentally entangled in the ropes and oh, died no. of strangulation oh, at the age no. of 55. Oh, that's terrible. 
I mean, don't um, don't feel so bad for him. He apparently added uh, tetrathel lead to gasoline and see uh, chlorofluorocarbons, which lead oh. and gasoline has led to a lot of bad stuff. But yeah, so maybe not the worst. Um, these ones are all like one each publicity and entertainment. I don't know why this is a separate thing. Hmm. Uh, Carol Soket died in uh, 1985 as a Czech professional stuntman living in Canada, which is uh, multiple levels of things, okay. who, who developed a shock-absorbent barrel. Can you see okay. where this is going? Did he, get, did he get into the barrel? He died following a demonstration involving the barrel being dropped from the roof of the Houston Astrodome. Why would they he let was... them... Why would he, <laughs> they let him do that? Because it was... It, why well, actually this was 1985 they should have known, <laughs> known better that wasn't that long ago if this was like 1885 i'd be like okay that's fine yeah but he was fatally injured when his barrel hit the rim of the water tank meant to cushion his fall so this was even a, 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 a whoopsie it like, went it, it wasn't went even... directly at plan and, and he was still yeah. dead yeah um and then we're just gonna get into rocketry Okay. Which is a, a great way to end it. Max Vallier died in 1930, invented a liquid-fueled rocket engines as a member of the 1920s German rocket society. Varen vom Rufenschnatter! On 17th of May, 1930, an alcohol-fueled engine exploded on his test bench in Berlin, killing him instantly. So he's like, oof, oof. I am having a great time eating, ooh. Nothing could ruin this day. I have my my beer and my bratwurst, and you know what? Hopefully, war isn't on the, the horizon. Hopefully, <laughs> oh, no. there aren't like <laughs> socialists or something oh, about no. to take. Oh, <laughs> Mike Hughes died in twenty twenty. This man died in twenty twenty. That's recent, my dude. I actually, I heard about this article. Uh, was killed when the parachute failed to deploy during a crash landing when piloting his homemade steam-powered rocket. Now, Theo, what do you think he was trying to do with Home that steam-powered rocket? Homemade steam-powered. Was he trying to go to space like a doing Elon? He was. He was a flat earther. Oh no! <laughs> oh no, baby, poor it. baby. He had enough know-how to make a fucking rocket, but he didn't oh, have no. enough fucking. Oh. Anyway, that is a list of inventors killed by their own inventions. So we will pass it off to you, Theo. Well, speaking of Wikipedia historian, I have one for you. Straight from Wikipedia, from the double Wikipedia, Wikipedia mouth. historian. I know, it's a double week. That's, that's how you can tell people that we don't communicate beforehand. That's how you know we're coming straight off the cuff. That we're tricking each other, yeah. I mean, fucking last week we had the... <laughs> we both had the, the... What was it called? The um, Coke... Or yes, no, we both had the same one. Yeah, yeah. The the Pepsi Roni. Uh, I ha have you. I have for you the history of the Norwegian butter crisis. Have you ever heard of this? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, the, the the butter crisis. The butter said. crisis. I, I'm here to our, tell you about it. Our bread was so dry for those years, <laughs> we didn't know what to do. It's a genuine crisis. The Norwegian butter crisis began in late 2011. This was recent, with an acute shortage of butter and in. And inflation of its price across markets in Norway. The the shortage caused soaring prices and stock uh, stores stocks of butter to run out within minutes of deliveries, according to the so Danish tabloid BT. Oh. Minutes people will line up for these sticks of butters. I just can't get enough of them. Uh, according to the the Danish tabloid BT, Norway was gripped with small panic 
also known as butter panic as a result of the butter shortage. Unbelievable. I love this. I love how quaint this problem is. I think it's fantastic. <laughs> it's not like the toilet paper thing in 2020 where everyone no. was like, what am I going to wipe my ass with? These people were like, all right, what am I going to use to cook? <laughs> so how did the shortage happen? Heavy rains during the summer affected the grazing of cows and reduced milk production during the summer months by about 20 million liters, which led to an increase in butter prices. At the same time, demand increased rapidly, a 20% increase in sales in October 2011, with a third, a further 30% rise in November. An acute shortage mm. result in prices soaring. A single 50-gram package pack of imported Lurpak butter cost $50 by mid-December 2011. Holy shit. <laughs> 50 US dollars is the, is the conversion. This isn't for, even like the good shit. This is just regular This is imported. Butter. This is imported butter. Yeah. Imported butter. For Norwegians, butter forms a staple part of Christmas diet and is particularly popular as a part of fat-rich, low-carbohydrate diet. So basically, these these boys are these boys are lapping this butter up by the, <laughs> by, by the stick full. Now, children, don't forget to leave a stick of butter for Santa <laughs> to keep him nice and fat. The tooth fairy leaves a stick of butter under your pillow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then they take it and they start biting into it. <laughs> biting it like ah, their teeth are coming out. Like, more Yay! teeth, more butter. Shortages persisted as a result of high import tariffs on butter to protect the domestic dairy industry against foreign competition, which meant that 90% of butter on sale in Norway was produced domestically. The dairy industry estimated a deficit of 500 to 1,000 tons. While the demand for butter had increased 30% since 20, 2010, Tyne, which produced 30% of Norwegian butter at the time, 90% of Norwegian butter at the time, was both the largest dairy cooperative in the country and the market regulator, was br- blamed by dairy farmers for not informing them about higher demand quotas and exporting too much butter despite a lo- looming domestic shortage. So they got to set the price, they got to do whatever they want with the butter, and they're like, we're selling it all. Oh, and by the way, sorry, no more butter. Yeah, but th- this is this feels rigged because they're like, okay, <laughs> let's import butter, and they go, <laughs> that would ruin the butter market. But so that we would need make to butter it. expensive. Oh, oh, looks like we're gonna have to make it expensive anyway. That is oh, literally what inflation is now. Is. Like, <laughs> whatever people are like, we shouldn't raise wages because it'll cause inflation. I'm like, there's already it's there. It's there. It's there. So what was the response? In response to growing criticism, Tyne asked the government to reduce tariffs to allow demand to be met with cheaper imports from neighboring countries. The government responded by cutting the import <laughs> duty by 80% for, uh, to 66 uh, cents per kilogram down from $4.18. So a bunch. That's crazy. However, according to Tyne spokes, uh, spokesman, the move is unlikely to result in supplies of butter becoming available in large quantities until January 2012. There were calls for the Norwegian state monopoly to be for. For reformed as a result of the butter crisis, obviously, because monopolies Monopoly, you know, lead yeah, to these, monopoly, this kind of thing. It literally was. Uh, the dairy yeah. industry structure w- cr- was created after the Second World War to keep prices high to protect small farms. But according to the critics, it's de facto monopoly that re- failed to meet consumers' needs. The crisis mm-hmm. prompted a variety of responses from individuals and organizations in Norway and neighboring countries. A Norwegian newspaper sought to attract new subscribers by offering them half a kilogram of butter while students auctioned butter on the internet in a bid to raise funds for graduation parties. Oh, my God. <laughs> there, there's a black butter a market? Black market? There's a black butter market. Oh, my yeah. God. 
A number of individuals were apprehended by the authorities for attempting to smuggle butter, b- butter across the border. While Swedes, posted on, on, <laughs> while Swedes posted online advertisements offering to drive butter to Norwegians at prices of up to $77 per packet. The Danish dairy businessman Carl Christian Lund sought to dump the demand for his own butter by handing out thousands of packs uh, in Kristensand and Oslo, while Swedish supermarkets offered free butter to Norwegian customers to entice them to do their shopping across the border. So they're like, come mm. over here. We've got the butter. We got butter. We don't have a monopoly here. <laughs> On the Swedish side of the southeastern border at Svinsund, uh, stores reported selling 20 times as much butter as normal. The nine out of 10 buyers oh were God. Norwegians. A Danish television show broadcast an emergency appeal for viewers to send <laughs> butter. And the Danish television show for emergency appeal to, for viewers to send butter and gathered 4,000 packs to be distributed to butter-starved Norwegians. There's just like a, a telethon. They just have like, there's a guy who's sweating his ties like undone. He's like, please, we gotta Do get the it butter. for the children. Think of the buttery children. I can't wait for that musical. <laughs> all the I can't wait for all of the celebrities yeah, to come in and collaborate on this. We uh, are the butter. butter. (laughs) (laughs) Danish airports and ferries crossing the straits between the two countries kept stock of butter in their duty-free stores. That's crazy. It just keeps going. Like the the, the tentacles of the story just keep on going. As a result of the butter crisis, Norwegian retailers lost an estimated uh, 43 million, I think, whatever their currency is, krone? I don't know what it is. The pro- Progress Party has demanded that Tyne compensate the realtors for their losses. That was just a little window into the butter crisis. A little window into the butter crisis. Thank you. Thank you for the window into... What do they do for their pies? They were just like, well, time to use shortener like weirdos. Time to like, pay $50 for a pack of butter. Is it real? Do, do people... They said there was like an increase of 30% that year too, which is also crazy to me. Yeah, I think but. it was like the ramp up for the holiday seasons or something was even more. I don't know. Crazy. Yeah. But anyway, going with my theme of uh, of lists, this is an in the news mm. that I found. Uh, this is a little bit, this is not as in the modern news, but I, I was hearing a lot of stories of Florida men. Florida Ooh, man Florida is constantly man. In, yes, he's in always the news. So I would like to go over a list of the best, the top 10 Florida man stories of 2020. I'm just going to read yes, the headlines. Do it. Um, and this is from CBS News Miami. So you can trust them. Trust them. They're local. They're on the ground. Yep. Number 10. Florida man hospitalized after iguana runs into bike, <laughs> causing crash. <laughs> it's morbid time. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> if this if this the, list doesn't include at least one Waffle House mention, I riot. Ooh, it does give a little. I'm gonna. I'll give the little short description too. A 62 okay. year old marathon man, which is a place called yeah, Marathon, yeah. required stitches to his head Thursday after an iguana ran in front of his bicycle and caused him to crash. There are no reported reported life uh, threatening injuries, except maybe to the iguana. Oh, poor um, iguana. Yeah, the iguana got fucked up, but he was kind of taking his life into his own hands. Yep. Number nine, Florida man arrested on allegations he used COVID relief funds to buy a Lamborghini. I believe this 1,000%. I believe there was more than one person in Florida that tried this. I think we might have covered this like a while back. Yeah, a long time ago. I don't remember. 
Um, I mean that on the it was on the cover. <laughs> it's basically yeah. what it sounds like. Um, Florida man pulls gun, makes death threat in mask argument at Walmart. Yeah. So yeah, mm, things peak, got peak craziness. People people go wild, man. Things got heated at a Walmart store. Royal Palm Beach, which is the least royal place in the mm-hmm. world, I think. Um, in July, when he when an unmasked man pulled a gun on a mask shopper in an apparent confrontation. Florida man, comma, dog, attacked by alligator. Florida man, <laughs> comma, dog. Florida man, dog, attacked okay. by Cal. In September, quick action saved the life of a Port St. Lucie man as he, atta- he was attacked by a large alligator while he was out walking his dog. I feel like this happens so often, I don't know why this is number seven. But hmm. yeah, this one's a little bit longer. Number six, quote, he killed my leader and I have to kill him. <laughs> Florida man accused <laughs> of threatening uh, th- accused of threatening Trump over airstrike that killed Ira- Iranian general. So maybe I used the wrong uh, accent. Uh, while wearing, quote, white cream on his face, a towel on his head wrapped like a turban and what appeared to be a shower curtain over his body. A Florida man was arrested for threatening to kill or hurt President Trump during a Facebook live stream. Authorities said that he made the video in response to the killing of an Iranian general during a drone strike in Iraq. Jeez. Number five, quote, I feel threatened. Florida man fired (laughs) after a mask meltdown video at Costco goes viral. Oh, no. Is this the same man from earlier? Oh, geez. (laughs) He pulled a gun and he's like, I feel threatened. I feel threatened. A Florida man was fired from his job as an insurance agent after a videotaped tirade inside a Costco store went viral. No, he was not wearing a mask. Number four, Florida man and self-described white supremacist. So you could just probably say Florida man. Um, knocks female bartender unconscious. Jesus Christ. So, <laughs> Florida man. So terrible. And, Come on, Florida uh, man. Do better. He knocked a female bartender unconscious at a Sarasota waterside bar and grill in August, and it was caught on video. A waterside bar and grill is the the most dangerous place you could really work. <laughs> I, I, that's a what I believe. Anything could happen at a waterside bar and They're, grill. They could punch you like like a video game, and you'd go into the water into, into the, the water, shark's yeah, mouth yeah. as it's go, jumping up. And that's a, that is actually a Street Fighter level. Just yeah, just in case you weren't aware. <laughs> Uh, number three, sheriff's office. Florida man bakes dog in oven after torturing oh, it to death. No. So that's gross. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, I'm, I mean that's on the cover, so I'm not gonna. Yikes! Ugh, Let's not dwell there. Ugh. Yeah, we're not gonna dwell. Number two, Florida Trump supporter charged after allegedly punching Biden fan over yard signs quarrel. Mm-hmm. You like? How dare you not like the same man as me? And he starts yeah. waving his fists. Yeah. If you, if I'm gonna start swinging, if you walk into it, it's <laughs> my your fist fault. was there first. But mom, the, and then number one, Florida man wanted by police arrested after streaming live video of himself on social media. Hmm. It's, a Florida felon wanted for violation of probation live streamed his own arrest on social oh my media. God, while how on, dumb are you? Th- this is not in the thing, but it's the best part. While on a jet ski, 
<laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> I know they don't say whether he, like he was on land on the jet ski or if the cops pulls up on a boat and they're like, "Get the cops on him!" He's like, "I can run away." And they they get oh him. Oh my god! While he's live streaming like the chase, he's like, "Oh no, no!" But anyway, that is the end of that in the news. A quick one for the end. I of the have podcast. to. I have to add that sparked something that I remembered. There was a recent story, like uh, about two months ago. Um, there was a former Celtics player who was mm-hmm. on parole, and they like showed him in the crowd at the Celtics game. And shortly after, it came out that like he violated his parole by his being parole? at the game. <laughs> and I was like, "Come on, man! Don't be a dumbass!" They, they just zoom in on him, and he's just like, "No, no, don't, no, don't, no, 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 like, you, you used to, you know, you used to play for this team. They're obviously going to show you on television, right? <laughs> oh, bro, dang yes, it! Christ. Oh, so dang stupid, it. but." Anyway, we are at the end of the podcast. Thank you for for making it through with us. If you have any segments that you'd like us to talk about, send it to segmentcitypodcast at gmail.com. Yes. Hit up our Twitter at segmentcity, our YouTube, Segment City, and also leave us a review. Leave us a rating. We would love that. That gives us more viewers. It, it helps us out. So if you enjoy the podcast, leave a review. Um, and we'd like to give a special thank you to a, a person in particular. Special someone is Rachel Robison. Thank you, Rachel. She does our intro music and is a generally great person, you know, generally speaking. Yeah. Generally. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. nice. But anyway, you know, it's not nice. Being dead. Death. Yeah. yeah. Death. Yeah. List of unusual deaths. This has been a death heavy episode, but this is how we usually end the podcast. We are now on. Chrysippus of Soli, who died in 206 BC. One ancient account of the death of Chrysippus, a 3rd century BC Greek Stoic philosopher, tells that he died of laughter after he he was a Stoic philosopher. Not very Stoic right now. Do you know what he saw? What did he see? He saw a donkey eating his figs. Apparently, he died from that? He told the slave a slave to give the donkey neat wine to drink uh, to wash down with, and then quote having laughed too much, he died. There's well, a lot of people. I hate to say this, but ancient, ancient Greece. Greece, ancient Greece had no comedy scene, dude. There was fucking no stand-ups. <laughs> Not they one created, stand-up club. They had comedies and they had tragedies, but that was more of the the progression of the story. Yeah. Yeah. If it ends nice, then it's a comedy. Right. If it ends right. bad, it's a drama. But this motherfucker, this stoic fuck, <laughs> was saw this donkey eating these figs, just like, oh, these got pits on them. You got to... You're a silly donkey. Oh, what do you mean figs are... Oh, they'll make me have... Oh, no, they got a lot of fiber? Uh-oh. Hopefully nobody gives me a bunch of wine. How comedic. (laughs) Oh, my. Here's here's some some red water. He's like, oh, I love water. Oh. Oh, no. He dies laughing. I would love to die laughing. That's how I'm going to die. What a way to go. What a way to go. This is how we're going to go. We're going to die laughing. (laughs) It's terrible. I, I I hope you had a good time here tonight at Segment City. Oh, what a what a terrible! Just yeah, go laugh somewhere else now. We're done. <laughs>